marriages. I'm going to just talk about this for a little bit. Some of these brothers owe me a lot, but they don't never pay up. I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to make somebody be able to go home today. It amazes me how people always compare their marriage with other folk marriages. Such and such a husband does this, you don't. Such and such a wife does this, you don't. You don't know what that couple goes through when they are at home by themselves. You know, some folk are just good at being fake and phony. You know, some of us, we can't be fake and phony. If we have an argument at home, we're going to come to church like something ain't right. But some folk are so phony, they know how to smile, although they just cussed each other out in a parking lot. I want you to know that if you want a good marriage, don't look at the, at the neighbor's house. Don't look at people who are in front of you. You look to Jesus if you want something to improve in your life. Some of us. Want us, some of us want to receive things that we know we ain't going to never get. Y'all didn't come here to hear this today, did you? My point is, it's not about looking at other folk and trying to be like other people. See, a lot of people want to be like you, but they don't want to go through what you had to go through to get what you have. All they know is you got it. All they know, you got it. Yeah, I got it. But you don't know what I had to go through to get to it. You don't want to go through what I went through to get to it. You just want it. People who've been struggling. People who have gone through some things. You know what I'm talking about. Sometimes church folk come to church and they act like they just dropped out of heaven and they don't know what I'm talking about. But let me tell you something. I'm going to keep it 100. As a minister, I have struggled through a lot of different things in life. Some things I brought on myself and some things people introduced into my life. And I didn't even want to see it. I didn't want to have nothing to do with it. But I stand before you to say this. I'm thanking God for the good, the bad, and the ugly because it changed who I am as a person. Amen. People who are overly concerned about what others do. They are less concerned about the things that they should be concerned about in their own lives. I want you to know that all of this is a trick of the enemy. We need to take time out of our day to reflect on what God is doing in our lives. We need to stop people from putting us into positions that God did not appoint us to be in. Now, I want to show you something about God. We're going to just, uh, we're going to break off and we're going to have a, a, a quick Bible study here. I want to show you something about God. And the reason why I want to talk about this today is because some of us are letting things hold us back. And you know what those things are? Other folk. Their blessings. What they have done. Some of us, we can't even, we can't even take seeing our neighbor raise their garage door up and they have a Mercedes Benz in their garage <laughs> and they make less money than we do. We don't understand that. Some folk, some folk, some folk, instead of saying, man, that's a sharp car you got, they're going to go back in the house saying, you know they can't afford that expensive ride in that what? They're going to lose their car. They're going to lose their house. They're going to lose their mind. Some folk are such haters that they can't stand to see nobody with anything. You know, I, 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 I'm going to tell you, you know, I ain't a hater. 
I love when people get new stuff. You know, if I can't afford the car that you driving, let me smell the new car scent in it sometime. I ain't no hater. But see, what I want you to know today is, if you see somebody else getting blessed, you should get happy. You know why? Because that means that God is still in the blessing business and he's in the neighborhood. You don't want God to pass you by with your blessing because you are stuck being jealous of someone else. I want to show you something. Go to 1 Corinthians, the 12th chapter. 1 Corinthians chapter number 12. I know I told you to go to Matthew. Stay there. But go to 1 Corinthians chapter number 12. And I want you to look at the 18th verse. Now I want you to see how God does the church. And I want you to understand something. It's not about what we think we should have. It's about what God knows that we should have. Amen. Are, are, are you with me? Yeah. Dion, what does it say? But now God. But God. Has set the members. Now watch what God did. God set the members. Each one of them. Each one of them. In the body. In the body. In the church. God put all the members in the church. Keep going. Just, just as, as he pleased. As he pleased. Read that again. But now God. But now God. Has set the members. Has set the members. Each one of them. Keep going. In the body. Just as he pleased. God placed us in the body of Christ. And he gave all of us something to contribute to the body. There is no point in me looking at what you have and being jealous of your gift. And there's no point in you looking at me and being jealous of my gift. Because God gave us all the things that he knew that we would need in order to be successful in the ministry. Are you understanding me? Amen. So, so there's no point in me looking at another preacher. His ability is what God gave him. And my ability is what God gave me. If I'm looking at other preachers, that means I'm stopping and I'm not focusing on God. Because what God gave me is for me. Are y'all understanding me? It gets a little deeper because I don't think you really get me. I think you're telling me you're getting me, but you're really not getting me. Listen, the success of my ministry is not defined by the amount of field seats in the auditorium. When I think on my life, when I reflect back on where God has brought me from and has brought me to, I am too blessed to compete. I see the Lord's work deep in my life. My focus is not on impressing people. But it's on completing the mission and fulfilling the purpose that God has for my life. And let me tell you something else. If we are saved, we already won. Are you understanding what I'm saying? We don't need to compete against one another. You know, it, 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 it's amazing how sometimes uh, people think that if a person, and I'm going to break this down for you so that you understand. So that when you walk out of here, you're going to thank God. I don't care if you have a, 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 a Yugo. And everybody in the audience drive a big Bentley. You thank God for the Yugo. Amen. Are y'all with me today? We're, gonna, we're just going to talk about this just for a minute. Amen. See, I need you to understand this. 
every preacher does not supposed to have 10,000 members. That's not God's plan for every preacher. Amen. So just because he doesn't have 10,000 members, that doesn't mean that he is not pleasing to God. Amen. 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 God knows exactly what he wants us to have and what he wants to do. I read somewhere that Paul planted, Apollos watered, but God is the one who gave the increase. Are y'all understanding? Quit thinking that only big ministries are doing it. Because I've seen big crowds go nowhere. Are y'all understanding what I'm saying? If God appoints you over a hundred people, that's your ministry. No point in looking down the street at the church that has 3,000 people and say, I wish I was down there over those 3,000 people. No, no, no. God didn't give you those 3,000 people. He put you over that ministry, and that ministry should be huge in your life. Whenever God gives us something, and we think that we need to go get something that's so much better than what he has allowed us to have, that's like saying that he came up short and he didn't give us what we needed. Sometimes I think, folk, I don't think y'all are getting me. Let me take my time. Everybody is not going to drive a Cadillac. Some folk, in order to drive a Cadillac, you're going to spend all the money you got. You're going to be sitting on them things. But you're going to be broke. <laughs> Brother Hogan, are you with me today? Just because you don't drive a Cadillac doesn't mean that God does not love you. It means you don't have a Cadillac. You know, God knows that some of us can't drive a Cadillac. Because if he gave some of us a Cadillac, we wouldn't even drive to church. We'd be too busy washing that car and waxing it on Sunday morning and can't make it to church. But I want you to know today, Lansing, that whatever God gives you, however you view it, whether you view it as being big or small, give him the praise for it. Because he didn't have to do it. I want to show you something in the Bible. I want you to go to Matthew chapter number 27. I'm sorry, chapter number 25. That's where I told you to go before. Matthew chapter number 25. You know, as I was, um, you know, I always have these analogies in my mind. And they, they, they seem to just pop up all the time, and, and which is a good thing. Um, I was thinking about life and thinking about goals in life and challenges in life and, and how sometimes... We get sidetracked because we're looking at the wrong people, you know, um, you know, uh, you know, you at work and and your boss give you a 10 percent raise and and a 15 percent bonus. And, 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 and but you can't rejoice until you find out what somebody else got. Hmm. You, you, you know, you can't be happy until you find out did they get more than 10 percent 
or 15% instead of saying, Lord, Jesus, I thank you because I didn't even have this. You you understand what I'm saying? But so when I look at life goals and I look at life challenges, I think we should treat goals and challenges like uh, men treat the urinal in the bathroom. (laughs) You don't get that, do you? Because everybody don't go to the men's bathroom. Let me demonstrate. This is the urinal. This is what a real man does when he goes to the urinal. And for some of you men who don't do this, you look at me. When a man goes to a urinal on the wall, he's to look straight ahead. Not to the side, but straight ahead so he can handle his business. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Some of us need to learn how to look straight ahead. Don't look to the side because the side ain't got nothing you need. You look. Let me keep going before y'all think I really have, have lost my mind up in here. Y'all know what I'm talking about, men. When you look to the side, something is wrong. You trying to get in somebody's business. Let's go to Matthew chapter number 25, verse number 14. The Bible says what? For the kingdom of heaven. For the kingdom of heaven. It's like a man traveling to a far country. It's like a man traveling to a far country. Keep going. Who called his own servants and delivered his goods to them. He gave his goods to them. What did he say? Keep going. And to one. And to one. He gave five talents. He gave five talents. Keep going. To another two. To, to another two. Keep going. And to another one. Keep going. To each according to his own ability. And immediately he went on a journey. He gave everybody according to their ability. Do you see that? Yes. Keep reading. Then he who had received the five talents. Then he who received the five talents. Went and traded with them. He went and traded with and them. And made another five talents. And he made another five. So he had five. He made another five. Keep going. And likewise. And, and likewise. He who had received two gained two more also. Keep going. But he who had received one went and dug in the ground and hid his Lord's money. Keep going. After a long time, the Lord of those servants came and settled accounts with them. Just stop there. Sometimes we may feel that we did not receive enough from God, so we shut down. When we shut down, we give up on ourselves and we give up on God. Some folk don't even give God a chance to show out in their lives. They just look at what they got. This is nothing. What can I do with this? I wish I had as much as that person over there. Because if I had that, I can do a lot of things. You know, sort of like I've heard women say, you know, this little house I got. I can't do nothing with this little house. But if I had a big house like my girl, I could do a lot of things. And let me tell you something. You could do a lot of things in a little house. Amen. Amen. 
But you can't get the big house until you learn how to do a lot of things in the little house. Ain't no point in having a big kitchen if you can't cook in the little kitchen. Y'all, y'all, ain't, y'all ain't ready for this, are y'all? You got to give God the glory for everything that you have. Now, I want you to watch this guy. The one who had five, he went and did something with it. The one who had two, he went and did something with it. But the one who had one, he hid his. He ain't do nothing with what he had. Because he figured the gift or the goods that he had, they were too small in order for him to do something big with them. Are y'all following me right now? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, 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 I want you to look at something here. Go back to verse number 19. Look at verse number 19. I'm going to get it deep. Look at this. The Bible says, after a long time, the Lord of those servants came and settled accounts with them. Are you looking at verse number 19? Yes. You know what struck me? After a long time. That means that some people, when they are not appreciative of what God has given them, they will stay stuck in place. Guess how long? A long time. For a long time. Amen. Amen. They would think of ten reasons why they can't progress. Instead of one good reason why they should progress. The Bible says after a long time. And I want you to know this. Some people, they live in a state of doubt. A state of fear. Of confusion. Some of us, we just have a little talent. But the little that we have is huge. But it's hidden. Folks say, I asked a person the other day. They told me they were in college. I said, where do you go? And when they looked at me, they smiled before they told me. I immediately knew that it wasn't a big college because they smiled about it. They said, I go to South Suburban. But what they didn't know was, I don't care where you go. Amen. If you can get the education that you're looking for. Amen. It doesn't matter where you go. Amen. Make something of it. If you can pay $2,500 a year to get the same education that you would get at $50,000 a year, you better thank God that there is some place that you can go that you can get educated. But feel me on this. Because they knew who I was, they wanted to impress me. I can see it. But they didn't understand. It wasn't where they were going that was going to impress me. What you're learning. What's your purpose for being there? Some of us, we have something that's in us that's huge. But because we're looking at it as being little, we ain't doing nothing with it. Are you you following me right now? And let me tell you the way the devil works. He is not going to send one of his disciples to you to encourage you to use what God has given you. How do you know what God will do in your life if you don't use what he already gave you? Some of us right now can't stand to go to work. 
Your stomach is hurting already because you know tomorrow is coming. You're angry because they ain't paying you like you need to be getting paid anyway. But you ain't thanking God for the little that you have. When you wake up in the morning to go to that job. Imagine if you had to get up in the morning and go to a place. That wasn't your place of work. But a place just to get something to eat. Imagine if you had to go to a place where folk didn't like you. And you had to beg for $5. But sometimes we neglect to give God the glory for the small things that he put into our lives. God is so great and so powerful into our lives, but sometimes we can't see his power. If he doesn't bless us with a, with a Mercedes Benz, we're not going to thank him for the Hyundai. Because we say we see a whole bunch of these on the road, but we don't see too many of those. Let me tell you something. Whatever God gives you, thank him for the blessing. Some of us can't get blessed with more because we don't even need to know. We don't even know what we need to do with what we have already. But let me keep going. The Bible says that he went and dug in the ground and hid his Lord's money. After a long time, the Lord wanted to settle the account. Then the Lord said to him, what, Brother Dion? Let's go to verse so, number 20. So he had received five talents, came and brought five other talents, saying, Lord, you delivered me five talents. Look, I have gained five more talents besides them. His Lord said to him, well done good and faithful servant. You were faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of your Lord. He also, who had received two talents, came and said, Lord, you delivered to me two talents. Look, I have gained two more talents besides them. His Lord said to him, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Now, one thing I want you guys to notice, Notice how everyone who came and brought more than what they started out with, they were blessed. Amen. Amen. Do you see this? This is Bible study here. Do you see this? Do you know what that means? If you want God to bless your life, you're going to have to do something with what he already gave you. Are y'all understanding this? Let me say this again. If you want God to bless your life, you're going to have to do something with what he already gave you. See, sometimes we complain and we moan and groan about the things that we don't have. When the last time we thank God for what we do have? Amen, amen. How do we expect for God to bless the little that we have if we're not even saying thank you? Now, I'm going to just, just keep it real. The house I grew up in, I can sit it inside the house I'm in right now. My bathroom takes up more room than some of the bedrooms took up. But living in a bigger house, and, and by the way, some people may be thinking like, ooh, the church, the church didn't buy me that house. I bought that house. 
I just want to get that out there right now because I done messed you up for the rest of the day. You're like, oh, they done bought him a big house. No, they didn't. And I'm still paying the house note. That house didn't change who I am. The house don't make me. I make the house. I make the house look better. I need you to understand though. God didn't bless me with something bigger. Until I was able to appreciate. The smaller house. See I didn't go straight from no house. To a huge house. I went from a small house. To a smaller house. To another small house. To a bigger house. Y'all ain't getting that out yet. But every jump I made, I gave God the glory and the praise. Because it wasn't about the size. It was about the blessing. Amen. Amen. So everybody that brought something to the Lord, they received a blessing. But keep going, Brother Dion. What does the Bible say? Enter into the joy. He said, enter into the joy. Keep going. Of your Lord. Keep going. Then he who had received the one talent came and said, Lord, I knew you, had, I knew you to be a hard man, reaping where you have not sown and gathering where you have not scattered seed. And I was afraid and I went and hid your talent in the ground. Look, there you have what is yours. But so in other words, he said, hey, what you gave me, I did nothing with. Mm -hmm. Some of us, we will never complete college because we are using the teacher as an excuse. God gave you knowledge. But because you have a teacher or a couple of teachers that don't teach like you want to hear. You would never graduate. Some people would never be able to accomplish their goals because their focus is so messed up. Because what God gave them in order to accomplish these goals, they ain't using it. We have some basketball players who find joy out of slamming on everybody at the park. But they didn't have enough to make the NBA. Being Michael Jordan-like at the park means nothing. Y'all ain't following this today, are you? I can just remember... Being at the park, and you know, I was kind of short all my life. But I'm thanking God for the height that I got. Amen. I can remember guys being on the court, coming in there, oh, you ain't got nothing for this. Oh, you ain't got nothing for this. Jumping up, boom, slamming. People like, dang, you know, I, I could never get picked up on the team because I couldn't play like that. But I found pleasure, not during the game, but after the game. Because after the game, I saw everybody pick up the ball and walk. Do you know where they were walking to? Home. In other words, they could not embrace the talent that they had in them because they still had that hood mentality. 
So instead of them going to go play for some college or play for some NBA team, they were going home just like I was going home. They hit 24 points at the park. I didn't even get to play. But we all went home. Because sometimes people cannot embrace what God places in them. Because they're so busy trying to get something greater. Now, don't misunderstand me. And I knew this message could be misunderstood. I don't want you to misunderstand me. It's nothing wrong with wanting more. But before you start asking God for more, you need to learn to handle what he already gave you. Some people before... They can even learn how to balance their checkbook, how to balance their budget, how to spend money and save money. They don't even know how to save money. They make it, they spend it. Before they even know how to uh, work with their finances, they're asking God already for more money. Not understanding that more money will not resolve their problem. They don't need more money. They need more discipline. Some Amen. people believe because they only got a bonus. I'm telling you what I've heard. I got a bonus of $200. Well, this is just $200. I don't need to save the $200 because it ain't nothing but $200. So I'm just going to go blow it on something because it's only $200. But if you keep saving $200, $200 will turn to $400. And $400 will turn to $600. And $600 to $1,000. Some people cannot embrace the small things that God gives them. So instead of being thankful and using what God gave them, they blow it. This guy, he had one talent. All he needed to do was do something with it to gain more. But because it wasn't as much as he thought it should be, he did absolutely nothing with it. Keep going, Dion. Let's get out of here. But his Lord answered and said to him. But his Lord answered and said to him. You wicked and lazy servant. You knew that I reap where I have not sown and gather where I have not scattered seed. You ought to have deposited my money with the bankers, and at my coming, I would have received back my own with interest. You take the talent from him, so take the talent from him, and give it to him who has ten talents. For to everyone who has, more will be given, and he will have abundance. But from him who does not have, even what he has will be taken away. Now, let me put this in perspective. When God gives you something, use it. Thank him for it. Because if you don't use it, you just may lose it. Lose it. Do y'all see this? You don't have to start off with a million dollars to start a bank account. It's the small things that we sometimes don't give God the glory for. That's why folk are so jealous of one another. What do I care about how much you pay for? You paid for your car. And that's another thing. Some people, you know, uh, CW, you know, you ride up in here rolling in your car. You want everybody to know you pay $80,000 for it because that makes you look bigger. But I'm the type of person, if someone had that same car and told me, well, I only paid sixty-five for mine, I'm looking at them and not you because you got stuck with 15 extra grand. Some folk believe the more money they spend, the better they look. It's not about that. Quit treating your little house like it doesn't provide shelter over your head. 
you treat that house like it's 6,000 square feet. Are y'all understanding what I'm saying? The little things that God gives us, we got to be thankful. Do something with those. When you do something with the little that God gave you, he'll bless you to have more. But you got to do something. God said, I want to hit mine. Think about it. He had a head start. He started off with something. And all he needed to do was do a little bit more to gain something else. But because he only started off with a little bit, he didn't want to keep going. The point today is, church, size doesn't matter. Whatever God gives us, we should be thankful for it. We should give him the glory. We should give him the praise. Because I want you to know that when God starts you off with something small, if you continue to be with him, if you continue to obey him, if you continue to serve him, God will increase the little bit that you have. But if you can't work with the little bit, what makes you think you're going to get a lot? You know, I feel like Sometimes, even as Christians, we categorize people by their net worth. Somebody who ain't making a lot, they don't matter as much as some folk who are making a lot. But what's a lot? In this crowd, a lot is $150,000 a year. There are some crowds that their bonus was more than $150,000 a year. It's all relative. I just wanted just to put some on your mind today. What is it that you're trying to accomplish but you're giving in to excuses and saying I can't do it because I, I don't have the resources, I don't do this. You know, some of us, we wanted to open up our own place, you know. And, and when, when, we're, when we're talking about Jesus, we don't have to just uh, 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 put it in the perspective of just everything is just the spiritual house. There are things that God, he provides us with resources. He is the source of the resources that we have in order for us to live a secular life as well. There are things that we want to do in our lives. Some of us want to start businesses, but we can't start a business because we're making too many excuses. There are things that we want to do, but we won't do it. Why? Because I ain't got a lot. You don't need to be a millionaire to become one. And when you want to make money, why shoot for a million dollars off top? Some of us even have a hard time counting to a million, but we want a million. Why not take things slowly and thank God for the blessing? Those cars that we buy, those houses that we buy, the shoes that we wear, the clothes that we wear, they don't make who we are. You know, I have seen people who have went in Kmart and came out of Kmart and put them clothes together and you thought that they went somewhere else. You know why? Because their mentality was bigger than the price of the clothing. What is holding you back from accomplishing what you want to accomplish? God didn't give you enough. God's been unfair to you, hasn't he? He gave everybody something around you and didn't give you enough. Do you know that God gives us exactly what we need? 
think about it. I'm about to get out of here. I'm done. I just want you to know, we hold ourselves down sometimes. We go and hide. We don't want folks to see us. We got talent. We got skill. We have intelligence. But because we may not be as intelligent as the other person seemed to be, we let it all go. What can you be doing to satisfy that goal, those challenges that you've been having in your life for a long time? What is it that you really want to do? Somebody said, well, Brother Lavelle, I thought this was Sunday morning. You asking me about my goals. Shouldn't you be talking about Jesus? Baby, you can't achieve any goals <laughs> if you don't have Jesus. All of your goals better be about Jesus. I just need us to understand that we don't need to hide when God gave us a little bit. Because the little bit that God gave you is perfect for what you need right now. Some of us right now, we keep going online, getting offline. Going online, getting offline. I'm going to do it. No, I can't do it. I should do it. No, I shouldn't do it. You've been contemplating doing things that you've been wanting to do all this time. God has given you everything that you needed. And here it is, you not doing nothing. You know what he called them? You slowful, lazy servant. It doesn't matter how many people God allows you to bring to him. So what you only brought five? What matters is did you try and do your best? Because I'm going to tell you something. The person that brought a thousand people to Christ and lived right and the person who brought five people to Christ and was living right, they both are going to get a mansion. It's about being appreciative of the small things and not looking at everybody else and what everybody else got going and what they're doing. Because again, you don't know. You know, a lot of folk driving these big expensive cars, they ain't buying those cars. They leasing them. And you didn't even know, so you wouldn't actually purchase an $80,000 car. <laughs> then they come in another car in two years. You're like, how you do that? Leasing, baby. They leasing. But you know what they told me? I'm leasing it, but while I'm driving it, it's mine. <laughs> Quit trying to keep up with people. Because you're going to get left behind. Just work with what God gave you. Amen. Let me tell you, the most powerful position that you can ever be in as a person is the position that God called you to be in. And you know what? If that is a little position, thank God for the little position because you are powerful in that position. You have to trust him. You have to trust God. God knows exactly what you and I need. And whatever you have, you have enough to accomplish whatever it is that you need to accomplish. And let me tell you how the Lord works. If you don't have enough, he's so powerful and he's so good, he will give you more. But too much is given. Much is required. 
You know, it, 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 I'm, 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 I'm going to get out of here. You know, it, it, it gets me how some people say, you know, they, they go to you and say, Lisa, you, you know, you think you better than me because you got a degree. You know, folk used to say that, especially uh, folk of, uh, of, of, of uh, our ethnicity. <laughs> how about this? Before you put somebody down for being educated, why don't you get a degree? Amen. See, you don't know what it takes to get one until you go. But while you stand in the school of hard knocks, you would never appreciate what that person had to go through. You know, I see people who are educated, people who are going through things, you know, like folks say, these doctors don't know nothing. Quit saying they don't know nothing. <laughs> Been going to school for the last 15 years. <laughs> the closest we done got to doctor school is General Hospital or something like that. Quit saying these doctors don't know what they're doing. They're not God, but they are using the knowledge that they have. Amen. Amen. I'm just Amen. trying to tell you, as a child of God, you are empowered. You can do whatever it is that God will allow you to do, but you got to quit hiding what he gave you. Amen. Doesn't matter if it's not as big as mine. Size doesn't matter. What did he give you? Can you take what God gave you and embrace it and use it? That's what it's all about. Some of us today, we need a breakthrough. Yes. We are held captive in our own head. You know something I learned? The longer you make excuses, the more time that's going to go past and the older you're going to get. I sometimes trip out when I think about how old I done got. And I wonder where did the time go? You know where the time went? It went away when I was just doing whatever I wanted to do. One concern about the time, but while time is on our side, we need to be the best Christian we can be, the best person that we can be, the best spouse that we can be. Why? Because God has given us something to work with. We need to break the fear. God's people don't need to live in fear. Some of us right now, you think somebody called me and told me what you're going through. Some of us, we scared right now. We're scared to make a move. I don't think I have what it takes. Well, what does it take? Well, they made it. Well, they made it off of what God gave them. Amen. Amen. But God Amen. can give you the same thing he gave them, and you may fail. Amen. Amen. How about this? Maybe the reason why God only gave you a little bit it's because he knows how powerful you are. And he knows that if he only gives you a little, you will turn that little into a lot. Amen. Amen. Amen, brother. What about that? Amen. You know, I am convinced, and I'm going to get out of here. There are a lot of houses of God that... Um, should look differently. But the reason why they don't look different is because somebody convinced them that they couldn't do better than what they're doing right now. So they will settle for using the back of jewel for 20 years rather than stepping out on faith and erecting something that the people of God can worship in. Amen. Amen. The little you have 
goes a very long way. Whatever you have to bring to the ministry, you may think it's small, but it's huge. Bring it. Whatever God gave you in your secular life, whatever goals that you're trying to achieve, achieve them. You know, I just think about some things. And, you know, if I had to listen to the people that were close to me, if I had to just listen to them, I definitely wouldn't be standing before you. I probably would be somewhere begging for food. People didn't give me the tools to survive. God did. You got to understand, when you are trying to do something in your life, Satan is going to send all his disciples your way, his demons your way. He's going to try to discourage you. You need to do what God created you to do. You need to be all that God created you to be. And don't worry about what nobody else thinks. Folks say, you think you balling, you think you got money? Well, it doesn't matter what they think. The bottom line is, money don't make us. We make money. See, people with small minds, all they think about is money. It's not the money that's good. It's the skill that you have to create money. That's what's good. Do you understand that? If I give you a million dollars today, and you don't know how to handle money, you'll be broke soon. But if you have a skill and I give you a million dollars, you'll make two million. That's what it's all about, church. Just because we're children of God doesn't mean that we can't talk like this. Some of us will let things hold us back. You know, we're afraid to ask for that promotion. We're afraid to go and interview for that job. We go in there, we see people, nobody look like us. Well, they must don't hire folk like us. Maybe people like us are scared to go. Do what God put in you to do. You are a child of God. You are explosive. You have a gift in you. You have the Holy Spirit in you. Tell me, what can't you accomplish? You can do all things through who? Christ that strengthens you. Amen. Amen. You don't need a millionaire standing in front of you telling you, oh, in 10 days, you're going to get blessed with $10,000. That person is already blessed. You need somebody, you need a broke nair in front of you telling you what God can do. Because I started, I started from the bottom. And you know what? When you start from the bottom, if you have to go back to the bottom, you know how to eat greens, beans, and cornbread. And make it taste like surf and turf. I don't even want you to get up today. I want you to just think about what I said. Somebody here, you are letting things hold you down. You're letting discouragement hold you down. You're figuring if I had to just did this more, or if I had to just did that, or, or if I had to just listen to this person, I need to go talk to this professor. I need to go talk to that doctor. I need this. You need what God gave you. Can you use what God already gave you? If you're here today and you're not a child of God, you ain't even in the game. To get blessed, you have to belong to Jesus. You have to. You need to hear his word. Believe that Jesus Christ is the son of God. Repent of all your sins, which means that you're going to turn the other way. You have to confess that Jesus is the son of God. And you have to be buried with him in a watery grave of baptism. If you're here today and you're already a child of God and you know you need prayer, you need to come down. Don't let nobody discourage you. I'm telling you, there are so many discouragements in the world. You know, sometimes I just think about all the things that has happened in my life that were 
purposely intending to discourage me. But as children of God, when discouragement comes, we need to take it and spin it around and allow it to encourage us. This is not a place that you want to be in all the time, that space that you're in all the time. You don't want to be in that space all your life. So that means that you need to do something different to get out of that space. And the first thing that you need to do is stop listening to people and start listening more to Jesus. Amen. Amen. I just want you to know that today. This guy went and hid his. He already had something, but he didn't think it was enough. Don't be the child that always complain about God ain't giving you what he gave somebody else. Doesn't matter if my car is more expensive, more expensive than yours or if yours is more expensive than mine. We just happy that we got wheels to roll on and we can make it from point A Amen. to point B. Amen. That's what Amen. it's all about. Thank God. Thank God. I'm telling you, you know, I don't have a lot, but I thank God for the little that I have. And you can't tell me I ain't doing nothing. I mean, I can, you know, I feel good within myself. You can look at my clothes. You can look at my car. You can look at my home. You can say, man, you look broke. I don't care what you think. That little that God gave me, that means a lot to me. Amen. Amen. Because it's all that I have. Amen. Quit trying to look like everybody else and look like the person that God created you to be. Does this make sense? Now, I, I would just tell y'all this before I dismiss. I didn't run my song leaders off the stage. They did tell me that they was going to have to leave earlier. But see, this is another blessing. See, when I started preaching, I was like this. I don't need 10 song leaders to help me carry on the Lord's work. Are you understanding what I'm saying? So I may not can sing like all these other brothers, but I'm going to use the little that I got to take this on through. Get on your feet and let's give God some praise. He's sweet. I know he's sweet. I know you know that storm clouds may rise. You know that strong winds may blow. 